here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Robin McCarron. Why not bring Virgil back? He's in the game. Cross promotion. Bring him back. Jeff Hawkins. We have more stories for Virgil than we have half of our mid-card. You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarron and Jeff Hawkins. I don't know, Jeff. I don't know with your explanation how they can't bring him back at this point. This year is coming up, Virgil. He needs the money. I hit my breaking point today when I turned on the Mixed Match Challenge and Michael Cole said that it is 22 years in WWE. He had never been more excited for the Mixed Match Challenge. For the love of God, can't I just have something real to believe in? This is not your week if it was for that. On SmackDown, hope you like Jinder because you got a lot of him. Bobby Roode wins the U.S. title. 205 was made of it by Goldust. On Raw... Juan Strowman whiffed a twerk, and the revival signed their death warrant. Kevin Nash is out of Raw 25. Paige is out possibly for good. Inner Candice LeRae, Ricochet, and War Machine, who are two people, despite what Peter Rosenberg thinks. And there are folks from TNA who may be joining them. Hi, this is Shake the Ropes. I'm Jeff. Your host, as usual, is Rob McCarron. Rob, what is the best thing you saw in WWE this week? The best thing I saw... In WWE this week was. And that was it. <laughs> I actually liked the TM uh, oh, yes. Yes. video on NXT. It saved. It gave me something to say because I. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hated everything this week. It seems I, I was just I was in a bad mood. And then I turned on Mixed Match Challenge just to see it. And I was angry because it's like. Cole says that, and then it's nothing but the boss, uh, the Balor Club, the ex- the ordinary man who does extraordinary things. Catchphrase, catchphrase, catchphrase. It's like, oh man, <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. I, I I'm having, uh, I'm having doubts about this Women's Royal Rumble and how it's going to be received in Philadelphia right. after. Oh, oh, I know what else. Oh what gosh. else I had in my opening that I forgot. This is the week. That WWE discovered you could record things on phones. Oh, yeah. Everyone's doing it. I mean, well, <laughs> take it easy, guys, when you praise things like Mojo Hawley and yeah, The Miz doing phone promos. If it's <laughs> if it's cool for them, eventually everyone will do it. I got to give credit to Alex Pulaski for this. But he goes, you think this is just the first time Vince ever realized you could get video on a phone? And so now everybody has to do it. This is the uh, most involved Vince has been with phones since that million-dollar giveaway. Oh, dear Lord. That went super well, so why not bring it back? Um, Oh, yeah, and to think, before the show, you said I had to bring the energy tonight. Look at you, sprucing yourself up for the show. Well, you know, when I snark, I, I, I come full throttle. <laughs> full throttle snarking is uh, if, if Crap Game 13 was a wrestler, it would be yeah. the full throttle snarker. Yeah. Jeff Hawkins. But we uh, we move on. This is Shake Them Ropes, episode 250. I'm Rob. He's Jeff. 
Uh, and you'll get more of Jeff's hot takes as we uh, as we go through the hot take menu of uh, of Jeff Hawkins tonight. Speaking of menus, Jeff, Blue Apron. Rob, Mc- Rob McCarron, the king of segways. Speaking of on the menu, I want to tell everyone out there about Blue Apron. You've been hearing it on Shake Them Ropes for, for years now at this point. And if you haven't tried it, I don't know what you're waiting for. But Blue Apron has a deal for you. Right now in February, if you are one of those who have been on the fence, uh, right now for eight weeks, Blue Apron is teaming up with Whole30 to bring you delicious recipes. The menu will feature two Whole30 approved recipes each week, like seared steaks and warm lemon salsa verde with roasted broccoli and sweet potato. What about chicken and kale orange salad with spicy tahini dressing? Kickstart your new year with Blue Apron and Whole30. The convenience and variety of foods is amazing. It's flexible. You can pick between meal plans and maybe plans that you want to share between you and a spouse or a, uh, a significant other. Uh, the food is high quality. Blue Apron only sends out non-GMO ingredients and meat with no added hormones. You got to check out these recipes. Visit right now, blueapron.com slash shake. Blue Apron has a terrific deal right now for Shake Them Ropes listeners. Get $30 off your first order if you visit blueapron.com slash shake right now. So check out this week's menu and get your $30 off with free shipping at blueapron.com slash shake. That's blueapron.com slash shake. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. So I actually did not only just a little bit of show prep this week. I did a lot of show prep. Oh, because I'm getting hyped. I'm getting excited. We're headed towards the Royal Rumble. We're going to be there. We're headed towards NXT TakeOver Philly. The Street Profits were in the main event of NXT this week. I'm getting hyped, Jeff. I'm getting, I'm getting pretty excited. Uh, you mentioned Braun Strowman earlier. We're going to get into that. I thought we would start this week's show off with the news. <laughs> Are you going to okay. talk at all this episode? No, I am. I, okay, you said the news. I was waiting for which news article <laughs> you wanted to talk about. Oh, I'm going to run down the news uh, news announcer style. Mm. Jeff, will get your hot takes. Okay. Actually, you know what? I'm going to read the news. We're going to catch the people up. If you haven't been paying attention to the world of wrestling, we're going to catch you up. Okay. And, uh, and once I go through these, Jeff, I want to know what's the most important thing to you. And then we'll dive into some of the other things. All right. Okay. All right. Go. We'll see if Jeff Hawkins and Rob are caught up with today's news. Uh, first from raw, you alluded to it. Braun Strowman was fired and then caused millions of dollars in damage on his way out. And what did he get for his, uh, for his damage that was caused? He got rehired. That's right. Braun Strowman fired, damage, rehired, all on Raw. On the SmackDown side, Bobby Roode won the WWE US Championship, defeating Jinder Mahal in the US title tournament. That's right. Two Bobby Roode matches, two Jinder Mahal matches on one episode of SmackDown, which I... Pretty surprised Jeff Hawkins is still alive with us today. (laughs) On NXT, we mentioned it. The Authors of Pain defeated the Street Profits to become the number one contenders to the NXT Tag Team Championships. In overall WWE news, Ricochet, Candice LeRae, Ray Rowe, and Hanson have all signed and started at the WWE Performance Center this week. And our final bit of news from WWE, Roman Reigns was implicated as a client of a Miami-based firm known as Wellness Fitness Nutrition. By that company's founder, Richard Rodriguez, Rodriguez is currently in prison after his gym, Iron Addicts, was raided by drug enforcement agents in February of 2017. Rodriguez is alleged to have uh, used Wellness Fitness Nutrition as a front for a $10 million international steroid distribution ring. 
Reigns was suspended from WWE in the summer of 2016 for a wellness policy violation. That is the big news of the week. One, did I leave anything out? And two, Jeff, what was the big takeaway in that news section for you? Um, One, you did leave something rather big out. Oh, I did. Uh, what did I possibly leave out? And don't tell me it was Lacey Evans wrestling on Raw no, or on, uh, on uh, NXT. That would be big it, news if Lacey Evans had wrestled on Raw. That would be big news. Go ahead. Uh, the possibility that Paige will no longer be an in-ring performer. Oh, that's right. So what? WWE. Yeah, that's a uh, that's an interesting one uh, because I believe this came out the day after we released episode two forty nine last week. Yes, yes. Uh, in which we talked about how uh, Paige could just go out for the Rumble, no problem. Uh, not the case, apparently. Uh, WWE has announced that she is no longer competing in the Royal Rumble match. Uh, no further information on her uh on her future at all so we uh you know the the reports were out there uh that page is done as an in-ring performer she's never going to get cleared from wwe this is an edge daniel bryan type situation uh also reports she hasn't fully come to grip with that certainly her fans haven't uh, but wwe isn't committing to announcing that quite yet uh they they have kept her out of the royal rumble match they're not keeping her out of wwe forever at least publicly so we'll see what comes of that yeah, this is the one that hit me hardest, to be honest with you, because it, it got me and it's the most relatable to me in a way. And I'll, I'll explain um, not to take anything away from her in-ring career necessarily, but a lot of the analysis after this announcement was how do we use Paige now on the roster? Well, she could be a manager. She could be a mouthpiece. We could put her in the booth. If I'm a friend of Paige or if I'm close to Paige, I tell her to make a, this is the time to make a clean break. In my opinion, I know that's hard when you're 25 and you're still pursuing your dreams. It's hard. I had success when I was young and then it never came back again. And that's part of the rush of show business is, is trying to get back that momentum from time to time, or your next big gig is right down the road. But for page, She's been in this business. She was very, very young. Walk away. You see what this has done to you, to your relationships with people, your substance, substance abuse issues. At 25 is a great age to just make a total life 180. In entertainment, women, be it fair or unfair, usually done by the age of 30. There's, if she stays in wrestling, if she stays and becomes a trainer or a manager or continues to be an on-air talent, she there's a possibility that you can turn around at 35 and go, this is all I have. I have friends who are in their 40s who are waiting tables here in L.A., waiting for their next audition, because that's all they have. They can't go home again. They have people here. They Some of them have families. I would think it would be in Paige's best interest to go to school, to learn something else, and to leave wrestling behind. I know we like her. I know we want to see her on television. We'd love to see her get over absolution or, or whatever, and we'd love to see her in the ring again. But if they're not going to clear you, and this is the pinnacle of your industry. It's not like 
there, there's another place to go where you could be a bigger star than this. There's nothing else to do. You've played Carnegie. You don't have to do this anymore. And it's not like, look, for, for as much as you hear the talk about it, oh, wouldn't, won't it be great when women finally main event WrestleMania? Ain't happening while Vince is alive. That's, that's the sad truth of the matter, in my opinion. They may co-main event in some multi-woman cluster, but for Paige, I, I just don't see what else there is to do. I mean, it's going to be tough. She's been a wrestler her whole life. She's been around wrestling her whole life. Part of the, uh, it's very possible that some of the injuries she's sustaining now and the reasons why they're so worse is because of how much she was doing at an early age. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's tough. You know, it, it's one thing for a guy like Daniel Bryan or Edge when they're in their mid to late 30s, uh, step away after a pretty lengthy career, but Paige, who's only been in WWE for a few short years. Uh, and, and still is 25 years old. I mean, probably was hoping for a career much longer than that. I, I can see it would be tough. It would be a tough thing for a kid to say, you know, one day that you can't do what you've been doing for your entire life. Um, especially as she starts to feel better with it, uh, as she starts to feel better, you know, with her injuries, uh, it's going to be tough for her to walk away period. And, and especially and at this age, at this age, yeah. at 25, at 25, yeah. you don't. I mean, you know something about the world. You know something about life. You think you're old or older, but you're not. It, 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 it's 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 a very unclear time for a lot of people to make these kinds of big life decisions. If you if you've been in an industry that doesn't have a real moral or career compass to it, mm-hmm. you're kind of a you're kind of a vagabond in some ways. I mean, I, I have a friend who was a child actor made a lot of money in commercials and TV avoided college because no, nope, this is going to be my career, whatever went off to do something here and there. And now he's in his like early thirties and he's just like, I don't know what to do with my life because acting was all I did as a kid and as a youth up to now. And I thought it would last forever. Mm-hmm. It's it's a tough situation. It's a shame too. I mean, she was just coming back from an injury that kept her out. She she missed the wellness policy twice in that time. Uh, excited to see where and they were giving her time. I mean, aside from Oscar and the and the streak, Paige was probably the number one women star on the show right now. As far as given time and given direction, it was going to be the year of Paige. It seemed like at least on Raw. So. Yeah. Uh, Paige did comment on Twitter uh, a few days after all these reports and a day after Raw that 2008 is still going to be her year. 2018. 2018. Yeah. Yeah, If 2008 (laughs) was her year, that would be interesting. Uh, All over the place. You know, there's uh, Roman Reigns has apparently released a statement like this minute. uh, Yeah, I read it. Yeah. Well, what was the gist? Because I can't find it. The gist is uh, he's never heard of this guy. And he he paid a price already a couple years ago, and he's passed a lot of drug tests since. That's right. I mean, he did fail a drug test uh, about a year and a half ago. Um, Never heard of this guy, Mark Wahlberg, who was also named and implicated um, by this Richard Rodriguez of Iron Addicts Gym in Miami. He's also denied it. Very interesting that this guy would just say random names, uh, like a Roman Reigns, like a uh, like a Mark Wahlberg. Um, especially if, in, if he's working with, uh, with some type of deal 
with authorities to try and get a cover for himself to publicly name these names if if it's not entirely true. I mean, obviously right now it's just it's just some dude who on a YouTube chat is saying, hey, yeah, Roman Reigns was a client of mine. No proof. Nothing other than, hey, Roman Reigns was a client. And it doesn't even mean anything with the fact that Roman Reigns was a client of this. Uh, who's to say that he was a client that was getting something illegal? You know, maybe he was just getting natural supplements for himself. <laughs> well, for let's put kid, it this maybe. way. We are on the road to WrestleMania. And the injury WrestleMania. Bug, and, and the injury bug has bit the WWE. If punishment were to come down, it's not going to be until the second week of April. Well, here's the thing, too. Uh, who's to say he'll even be punished? I know Dave Meltzer at the time said this uh, this suspension was for Adderall. Um, yeah, but not steroids. Hmm. No word on if, I mean, you can't just take the word of Dave Meltzer these days. You can't. If no. WWE wanted to release what the reason was or if it was corroborated by anyone else, then sure. But I, as of today, I believe Dave Meltzer still thinks Tessa Blanchard's getting signed when she's not. So, like, mm. it could have been for Adderall. Who knows? Okay, but uh, it, it's very possible this thing happened. The raid happened in 2017. Uh, in theory, if something was going on with this distribution ring and Roman Reigns was a client, he was getting steroids that were distributed illegally. Um, you know, he's not necessarily in any more trouble for that side. But when he's a contractor with WWE and they have this wellness policy, uh, we still don't know if that suspension was due to steroids he was taking because of this. Um, if someone found out something, who knows, uh, we don't know. And Roman Reigns, I don't think Roman Reigns is going to be suspended by any means, uh, even with this coming out, you can deny it all day long. Dave Batista was implicated in a similar situation. Uh, and he escaped, he escaped a uh, suspension because he denied it. And there was never any proof that he was getting anything, uh, troubling, uh, people, uh, they relate this to, uh, edge, Randy Orton, Ray Mysterio. There was this big. I forget the name of the company. Uh, no, this, I remember. Yeah. This happened several, several years ago where there was paper trails and documented proof that these guys were getting deliveries. Uh, this all came out, I believe, in the Chris Benoit situation. Um, there was documented proof. Now, if there's a paper trail that links, you know, Richard Rodriguez's claims for Roman Reigns that come out and, okay, these are the products he was getting. This is the address. This was Roman Reigns getting it. Sure, we might get something. Roman Reigns isn't going to get any issues from WWE because of this, because of some guy on a YouTube chat who's in prison right now says, yeah, you know what? I, uh, I was a distributor to Roman Reigns. You know, we need more than that. We're just not going to take your word for it. Uh, so I don't think anything comes of this right now, at least in the near, uh, near term. I don't think anything will come of it at all for Roman Reigns. It's just one of those things where it's a, it's a news story for a week, if even, but Roman Reigns won't be missing WrestleMania. So, uh, if you were, Holding tickets to WrestleMania and excited because you might get a different main event than Roman versus Brock. Settle down. <laughs> you might actually get a different main event than Roman versus Brock. John Cena and Undertaker could go on last. They might erase what happened last year with Roman and Undertaker. With Undertaker coming back to wrestle a retirement match against John Cena. Think that match means event main events? No, I, I still th I still think they focus on the new rather than the old. Hmm. <laughs> Do you think that match happens, John Cena versus Undertaker? Um, 
I don't. I don't think the Undertaker's coming back to wrestle. Really? I don't think. I don't think. I think he. I think he may say, "Look, I'm going to do my best to get back in shape," and then he's going to finally realize, "Look, this is the year. I can't do it anymore." Well, the interesting thing is, I think whatever decision it is, whether he's wrestling or whether he isn't, has been made already. Okay. Because I think we're going to get something this Monday on Raw 25. And if he's That's wrestling John true. Cena, it's happening on that show. That's the show where they announce it. I would not be surprised, but I, I, I don't think he'll be, you know, I could see him not doing a one-on-one match so he can be hidden. If they do announce it on Raw 25, it'd be very interesting uh, because John Cena is in the Royal Rumble the week after. He's in that run in that Royal Rumble match to try and win a shot to main event WrestleMania for the title. So if they make a John Cena Undertaker match and he's in the Royal Rumble, that seems to uh, be contradictory to John Cena's goals. So that could be one reason why they don't announce something on Monday. I think the most important question about Raw 25 next week, are the Revival getting killed? Yes, they are. Um, Hopefully by Sid. Uh. Doubtful, though. Uh, one of the tag teams, Kevin Nash has pulled out of Raw 25. He was announced to be there. Uh, he has since stated on Twitter that he will not be there because his surgically uh, repaired knee can't take the the struggles, the stresses of a flight to New York right now. So he is not going to be there. Uh, so that takes out your Revival versus Kevin Nash and Scott Hall match. I, you know what? I, look, let me let me talk about this a little. I loved that promo. I loved the squash match against Starks and Solo. I think, you know what, I I wouldn't have minded an old Arn and Tully versus Rock and Roll Express type of match there, you know, and, and have that kind of old school program to it. But, man, it tipped it tipped their hand when when they did the promo and then they started talking about the Attitude Era. And I'm like, I loved the promo up until that. I liked having something to latch onto on this product, and I'd hate for that promo to be wasted on empty symbolism of we killed wrestling. What I do is better in the, uh, I I'd love for them to pull a switcheroo on what we expect and have them beat the Dudleys instead of taking a 3d or they give, <laughs> they give Austin the <laughs> shatter machine instead of taking oh, stunners yeah. or, you know, something to that effect where it's like, okay, we're going to focus on the young guys as opposed to bathing in the successes of, of things that, that happened after raw was on the air for a few years, even. I mean, if it's raw 25, you should focus on that time, which is the new generation. As I recall, not, not the attitude era, but they always love spiking this football. So I think they're, uh, I think a lot of people are worried about that. The revival taking finishers from everyone. Is that a prevalent thought out there? Oh yeah. I think, I think most people view, view it as symbolism. And I think most people think that that's, what's going to happen. They're going to get the Ascension treatment from, you remember what happened with, uh, as a new age outlaws, uh, uh, who was it? The new age outlaws, the APA. And I want to say like animal and someone, but I don't well, think that was it. Well, a lot of but people it was the Slater. Yeah. It was it was the legends, but that yeah. but that's that that that's their move every time is they get some someone talking trash or what but it's usually the goof. It's usually it would be, you know, the Kurt Hawkins of the world doing that. So that that's what gives me pause about this. It's like it, well, it could be you don't want, 
It could just be that they are, they did this promo. They're going to call someone out. A legendary tag team will come out. Maybe it is the new age outlaws. Maybe it was going to be Nash and Hall. And that's why Nash they isn't call appearing that anymore. Legend. They no, call that legend. Thank God, it, thank God it wasn't because Nash and Hall ain't, ain't taking moves from the revival. Well, correct. That's why Nash isn't going to be there anymore. He wasn't going to take moves from the revival. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, and then maybe they beat somebody. Maybe they beat a legendary tag team. Um, you never know. Or Edge and Christian come out and make a mockery of them. <laughs> There's plenty of possibility. We are going to get Edge, Christian, and Kurt Angle back together again. Kazoos, everybody. Kazoos. It'll be an interesting show, this Raw 25. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's a three-hour show. They're running it in two venues, Barclays and the Manhattan Center. Uh, so many different names set to appear. We have a Roman Reigns-Miz Intercontinental Championship match. Uh, so there's a lot to a lot to pack into this three hours. Um, I don't expect too much uh, in-ring action on the show. This is going to be like a, a segment and, and legendary uh, heavy show. But Miz and uh, Roman Reigns, that could be a really good one. This is going to be one of those really interesting shows. Um, and uh, it's going to be fun seeing some of the names that appear. Uh, Chris Jericho was announced as appearing. Uh, the Rock, maybe. Maybe he shows up. Stone Cold Steve Austin's going to be there. Eric Bischoff. Always like to see Eric Bischoff back on TV. I think the Jericho one is going to be the most interesting to me. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm very interested to hear the crowd on that one, which is going to be a rowdy crowd to begin with. And I also assume that Braun Strowman will lift up the smaller of the two venues and throw it in the ocean. Yes. Oh, he has to. Um, and then he'll get a promotion and a raise. <laughs> then they'll shake the camera and they'll tell us how much the production trucks cost. What did you think about that 12, segment? $12 million. Oh, I thought it was hokey. It was, right? I mean, it was super hokey. I mean, it, it wasn't even, I mean, you can't even believe this guy is a tough badass because he's, he's, he's throwing Michael Cole into crowd surfing, although he can barely lift Michael Cole after lifting a truck, which I guess is somewhat realistic. The muscles were sore. But, yeah. Of course, of course, he just happened to have a second play-by-play guy hanging around backstage. That's always nice. But, you know, I, I always viewed, uh, <laughs> I almost did. I almost did a shake them ropes theater with human resources at WWE, where where grappling hooks is only a verbal warning, not a firing. You only get a verbal in your jacket for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but but everything about this is a little bit too campy for me. It's why I use the child voice. Oh, one strawberry with the truck, Daddy. Oh, he's such a monster. Can you buy me a shirt, please? When we go out to the concession stand, you know, it's it's. It's, it, you know, it's, it's selling that kind of cartoonish thing. And I understand it's what they do. And this is me snarking a bit too much on a children's product when I'm a grown ass man, but that's what I'm here for. I, uh, yeah, the, the segment I was actually watching with my wife, uh, this Braun Strowman segment, <laughs> how, cr- how cringe worthy uh, was it? She was not a fan that's, of this that's the problem. I, I want to be able to not, <laughs> it was just, <laughs> I had a friend write me. He goes, I can't follow you anymore because you watch wrestling. And not only do you watch wrestling, you watch bad wrestling. <laughs> right. It was just, it was just wacky. Um, it's like Braun Strowman has been getting over because he decimated Roman Reigns those for like six months. He, his yes. whole gimmick was he was decimating Roman Reigns, a guy that people wanted to see get decimated. He was beating people up. He was winning matches. I mean, he won the Roman Reigns feud for Christ's sake. Uh, this is a guy who was winning and, and strong in doing it. And they keep bringing back some of these Braun or these uh, Bray Wyatt level hokey, just campy segments. 
And I don't want to hear him things- tell a story. I don't want to hear Braun Strowman. I'm going to tell you a story right now. No, no, no. That's not even the worst thing. I could every once in a while, I could live with a Braun Strowman story. As long as that story ends with double choke slamming someone, right? I'm not double choke slamming a truck that by the way, Kurt was not $12 million. I just want the real Braun Strowman to please stand up. Cost $12 million, those trucks, each of them. They're worth $12 million, not even cost. Apparently, they they accelerate in value once purchased. <laughs> Quick impromptu shake that ropes theater as Braun Strowman story time. Braun Strowman reads The Cat in the Hat by Dr. Seuss. The sun did not shine. It was too wet to play. So we sat in the house all that cold, cold, wet day. I sat there with Sally. We sat there, we two. And I said, how I wish we had something to do. To be continued on later episodes. Hey, Bron. <laughs> hey, you, you got time to go over our match this Friday? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm reading children's books for our charity. Hey, guys. <laughs> we got a really big match coming up. Can we please talk about it a little bit? My Alexa is not as good as your Alexa. I feel like my Braun, though, might be better. Okay, fine. You do. I'll do Alexa. You do Braun. We'll we'll work on it. We'll workshop it a little bit uh, in front of our mirrors. Look, you need to come to to rehearsal occasionally. We can't Mm -hmm. just be doing this on the fly. No, that that, that whole thing, I I can't, man. I am not going to watch any of that. the, The things are cute, I guess. But it it's remember my my comparison to the, to uh, to the, all this product is Golden Corral. That's the chocolate fountain after some like kid has been like licking the floor and it stuck his like mouth in, in the chocolate fountain. I'm not going anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All over the place this episode. I actually had segments compartmentalized. I had like <laughs> news stories. We've been all over the map. Uh, honestly, I thought we would talk more about that ro- that Reigns thing. I mean, hell, Ricochet is in WWE. Um, okay, let's talk about that. There was there was a panic there for about 24 hours, and, and a good kind of panic, um, where WWE had announced the Candice LeRae and the, the War Machine signings from the NXT account, and specifically said WWE Performance Center signs these two. Uh, and then Ricochet's signing was announced by the WWE main Twitter feed, and at no point did it mention the Performance Center, now we got the picture uh, today, Ricochet, you know, dressed in the property of the WWE Performance Center shirt. Uh, we got the picture with him, War Machine, and Candice LeRae. Looks like he's going to be down there um, because if they didn't announce his signing, I would have suspected they might actually hotshot him into the Royal Rumble match. Uh, now no. that's not as likely. That's insane. Could have done it Look, though. I- could've no, done you it. couldn't. He would have. Nobody would have known who he was. I don't think. Well, I, I have issues a, with that. That's not a problem, though. You you test out to see what people would think of him. I mean, hell, they brought Rusev into the Royal Rumble when he was still a low level NXT guy, and no one knew who he was, and he didn't come back for a while. You just kind of see what you got. You put him in the Royal Rumble match. If people react to him heavy, yeah, keep him on the main roster. If they don't, have him debut a two month uh, period later on NXT TV. Why not? Could have happened. It's not going to now, obviously, but it could have happened. What are your thoughts on the prospects of Ricochet in WWE? Um, I see Ricochet main eventing WrestleMania 38 against Montez Ford. (laughs) 
See, it's odd because you, you say that, and I, uh, my, my, my jokes I was testing out that I never did was that, uh, one of one of the possible names given to him should be Montez Rush because he's right in between Leo Rush and Montez Ford in terms of <laughs> Leo Ford, I think, or Leo Rush really wants to be Ricochet, and Montez Ford is what the WWE wants Ricochet to be, or they want him to be their Ricochet. Um, I think Ricochet is a fantastic worker. I think he puts on great matches. He'll be a great addition to NXT. And then to me, he'll be Neville on the main roster. I I don't see him having the promos or the ability to overcome size and just being, oh, I'm a work rate guy. I'm like, great. You know, I, I mean, two years ago, you mentioned him before, but Dave Meltzer was, was propping this guy up as, as well, he's going to be a huge star in WWE and it just doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. In my opinion, I, I just, I like Ricochet a lot, but man, <laughs> I, I, I just see them looking, Oh man, those arrow moves would be great to take an RKO from, you know, those, those, that type of <laughs> viewpoint to him. Um, yeah. And of course, since you also snarked about earlier, the, uh, my DMs full of a ah Tessa's not there. I notice. So yeah, thanks a lot, Rob. Appreciate that. Don Tez Chevy. I think they should call him Terrence Blanchard. <laughs> hmm. But um, no. Uh, speaking of the Royal Rumble. Speaking to- of the Royal Rumble. So SmackDown tried something, and I think it was a failed experiment overall, but it was it was wrapped around the U.S. title and basically trying to elevate guys who were a little bit lower on the roster into prominent positions, um, most of all Jinder Mahal and somewhat Bobby Roode. So I floated this a little bit last night, got both, hey, I've heard that before, and are you crazy? tweet so i know it's a uh it's at least a decent opinion you can't have this tournament and have done all this and then just bring dolph ziggler back to feud with bobby root you can't it hmm, will die no. a death You're right what are the chances that they took him off tv with the possibility <laughs> of him yeah you know where i'm going with this to heat him up for the rumble heat him up for the rumble <laughs> And you know oh. what? Here, here's here's my logic in this. Shinsuke's ice cold, so that Shinsuke AJ match, you could heat him up for that. Yeah. But AJ, but 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 Dolph Ziggler's a known commodity. He's a company guy. He's a guy who puts on good matches, and he's probably the guy with enough heft to go in the back when his contract ended and goes, "Look, I'm tired of this. I've never been in a prominent WrestleMania match. I want my chance at this." And Vince probably. Type of guy said, hey, maybe it's time to give him a chance. And since we're going to make the winner of the Rumble a SmackDown guy, let's make it Dolph. What are the chances that that's going on right now? Any? Zero. Okay. Yep. Zero. I'm nuts nuts then. That's fine. I will accept that. But then then what do you do with Dolph? Please tell me you're not. You didn't take him off TV all these weeks just to bring him back and go, well, I'm going to go after the title I just won. Um. Yeah, I I don't know what you do with him. I don't think he's winning the <laughs> Royal Rumble match. And if he is, he's losing that shot at Fastlane. Dolph Ziggler okay. will not be in a title match, at least not the world title match at WrestleMania. That's not happening. 
0% chance. What they're doing with this Dolph Ziggler thing, you know, giving away the title, I don't know. Um, I will know, though, Philadelphia is going to shit all over that if he's number 30. Oh, I think Philadelphia's going to have a lot to crap on at the at this rumble if if, Dude, if, they're, in, if they're in a mood. If they're in a mood. If they're in a mood. I'm super excited that, about this rumble, well, man. I'm, exci- I'm excited about, but the women's rumble build has been was made worse by those promos this week. I'm hyped about the women's Royal Rumble, and I'll tell you why. Okay, uh, because you got a lot of people thinking out there that Oscar's going to win it. I'm not one of those people, so I think you have a built-in surprise. Uh, we'll see what happens too with this Raw 25 because we're going to have the Bells coming back. We might have some of the the old school names who come back also make their way into the Royal Rumble match, uh, and then you always have the possibility, you know, as as unlikely as it may be now, that you have Ronda Rousey in there. Okay, but let me stop you there. That that's the downside of this Rumble right now, is because none of these women on the main roster, nobody because nobody cares about them. It has to be a surprise in there. So so it ends up actually undercutting your excitement and your build for the rumble because if nobody cares about the main participants in it okay the shock value is there but then once you get back to reality on on Monday night raw and and the Tuesday night smackdown you're back to these six woman tag clusters that they keep doing week after week after week and just making everybody worthless um i don't know if everyone's worthless now I just know that guaranteed surprise winner for the women's Royal Rumble because I don't Oscar's the only one who makes sense right now, and I don't think she's winning it. Uh, so we'll does see. Nia, does Nia still make sense? Nia always makes sense. I'm ready for them to go full throttle on Nia. <laughs> I mean, she's got so much potential. People are starting to see it too with the with the reactions she's getting. Like I've been saying for a year, she is a better Bailey than Bailey. She could be that one. This, I think her reactions are mostly the Enzo story. I don't think so at all. Okay. No. no. To no one, WWE fans? No one cares about the Enzo thing. You're you're nuts. No, no one cares. Oh, oh, Rob, I think you were wrong. And that not no wrestling fans. Nope, no one cares. WWE, WWE Universe people. I think the reaction she's getting coming out for her match where Enzo wasn't anywhere nearby is because of Enzo. I think she's getting a rub from the Enzo storyline. This weekend, by the way, is the uh, 205 Live Tour. It's coming up this weekend. Remember about that? How many do you think they draw? Uh, Two fans. Total. One each night. Total. Okay. Well, I mean, there's only two shows now. Uh, They canceled one of them. So it starts Saturday, goes Sunday. Uh, And the main event now is Cedric Alexander versus Enzo, which is a match that's happening at the Royal Rumble. So they'll test that out. Um, You have Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt as the semi-main and no other matches announced right now. So it'll be like those early NXT shows where you know the wrestlers who will be there, but you don't know the matches. It is WWE Mystery Vortex uh, happening live in small cities in the Northeast. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. Maybe maybe they end up being very fun shows. Um, and yeah, I maybe they get 600, 700 each night. Maybe they get 1,000 each night. I believe that's all the venues that they're going to can hold. Uh, but uh, I don't see a large audience and I don't see a lot of hype. I don't think people are going to be on their phones getting results for 205 Live as it's happening. Not like those early NXT shows. As we roll on here on Shake Them Ropes, I want to make mention, you've heard about it on the show for weeks now. The Royal Rumble is coming up. WrestleMania season is coming up. And it's not too late to get tickets to these and all your other major events that you want to get to. 
You know that buying tickets to sports and concerts can be complicated and confusing, but there is a better way to buy with SeatGeek. Look for those sold-out shows. They're not sold out on SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every type of live event. Whether you're searching for a last-minute deal, planning a night out, or just need to find the perfect gift, SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. Jeff and I use SeatGeek to head up the uh, Royal Rumble next week and NXT TakeOver. There's plenty of seats on there for Raw 25 coming up. What about WrestleMania? What about just the summer concert series you want to hit up? Go right now to SeatGeek, and SeatGeek has an amazing deal. Not only will they save you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals, but for Shake Them Ropes listeners, right now, you can save $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code STR today. That's promo code STR for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Download SeatGeek on iOS and Android today and save $20 with promo code STR on SeatGeek. Um, I wanted to talk about before we get into Mixed Match Challenge Bracketology. That's right. <laughs> I got segments here tonight, uh, even though I've done a terrible job of keeping to them. Um, Hold on. Do you have do you have NXT power rankings this week? Uh, no. So I understand it's been a very popular weekly segment here on Shake Them Ropes uh, this week because last week's episode. Um, no, two weeks ago was a year in review show. Uh, I had trouble updating the the top five of the NXT uh, top five. So, no, no power rankings this week. I am taking a, a week off. Uh, I understand the disappointment out there. It is the first week we've had off in probably two years since I started that segment. I'm disappointed because you did not take a victory lap for your boy Tino. What would I be taking a victory lap for outside of um, his domination tonight? Yeah, he, they NXT. finally get a win. They finally get a televised win. Big win. Cheating and Big win. A more popular team. Oh, I don't know about more popular. I don't oh, know about more like- popular. <laughs> Here's the thing. Heavy Machinery is out there all talk. Tino Sabatelli's riding up in Heavy Machinery. He's all walk. Tino Sabatelli, 35-year-old Tino Sabatelli is the future. Mm-hmm. All righty. Um, Royal Rumble pools. We are going to do a Royal Rumble pool this year. In fact, we are going to do two. We did the pools last year. Uh, they were paid. It was like $5 entries. Going to change it up a little bit. Uh, last year was a mess trying to keep all that together, um, getting getting people sending in their money, not giving me all the information I needed, uh, not only to get money back to them if they were if they won, but to keep track of everything. It was it was fun. I enjoyed doing it. I thank everyone who played last year. Uh, not going to do the whole paid thing. No money is exchanging hands this year. It's all going to be free. It's going to be for fun. It's going to be against Jeff and I. Uh, Jeff, the question I have for you is, do you want to participate in the women's Royal Rumble pool or do you want to lead the men's Royal Rumble pool? I'll participate in the women's and uh, mine will be 50 bucks an entry and I get to keep 25. Okay. Each entry. All right. So in Jeff's no, pool, <laughs> no. 50% VIG to Jeff Hawkins. Um, <laughs> no, no money is changing hands. It's going to be easier to keep track of everything. Uh, we are going to do two pools, one for the women's Royal Rumble, one for the men's Royal Rumble. I will now participate in the men's Royal Rumble pool. You will be challenging me, trying to defeat me, the uh, the winner of last year somehow. Uh, I won last year, but this year you can dethrone me. 
so what's going to happen here, because we are not going to do a prize pool of money, I am going to try to put some type of prize together for the winners of each pool. It'll be a smaller prize. Uh, could be monetary. I'm going to try to think of something else. Uh, maybe I can take some ideas that shake them ropes on Twitter. If you have an idea for what the prize can be, uh, whatever, whatever it is, uh, we'll work something out now to enter, to enter. All you have to do is comment on our Royal rumble pool tweet at shake them ropes. I will tag Jeff in it. We will have it. We'll tweet it out. Um, it is going to be coming, uh, you know, relatively close to when this episode comes out. So all you have to do is comment to that retweet it or like it. Any of those three things. Uh, if you comment on it, retweet or like, you'll be entered into this pool as long as you were one of the first 60 to do so. Uh, you will get in to our free pool. And then next week's show, when we do our Royal Rumble and NXT TakeOver preview, uh, we will announce your positions. And you can have that to keep along with for the Royal Rumble matches. Um, we'll have some fun things too. You know, the winner, the most eliminations, the longest time in. Uh, it is your chance to compete with other Shake Them Ropes listeners to see four bragging rights and maybe another prize. Who is the Royal Rumble Pool champion? Fair enough. Cool. Seem easy oh. enough. Uh, I Sounds just, like fun. I just yeah. I, last year it was so you know gathering all the people who won. Like only two of them actually gave me their name and addresses uh, and correct emails last year. So I had to gather all that stuff around to get people's Look, prizes to them. As a man who has had to organize improv teams scheduling and yeah. money. Yeah. Money is the worst when you're, Hey, you haven't paid yet for coaching fees. Oh man, I'll get to you Tuesday. And then they forget and you're chasing them down and they're always forgetting and you throw in and you're waiting for them to pay you back. Money, money just makes things complicated and makes people bitter. So we might as well just do it for fun. And not to mention that the crap I got for actually winning the pool. Well, you fixed it, so you deserved it. Yeah, yeah I, I fixed it by pre-announcing everyone's positions and knowing what position was going to win the Royal Rumble match. I just got lucky. I got lucky, and then, but I don't want to deal with that anymore. I don't want prize money to go to me. Um, so we're not doing the uh, money situation. You know, I eventually got everyone's prizes out to them. At least I believe so. As long as you gave me the correct addresses and I hunt, hunted you down for the information. Everyone should have their stuff last year. If somehow you don't. Uh, let me know and I'll go investigate everything again. But that was like a three month process, making sure everyone got their stuff. Um, I hope the winner of the, uh, the Prince Puma poster, that's a very big week for the Prince Puma poster, a signed ricochet poster as he signs with WWE. That was the prize last year. So uh, yeah. And uh, you are correct. Um, at crap game 13 tweets out this episode of shake them ropes is some of my worst work yet. <laughs> it's true. It's true. This episode has been terrible, Jeff. Why are we doing this still? Well, no, it's not that the show's terrible. It's that it's that I've it's that I've personally just been been terrible and all over the place as opposed to kind of focused on certain things. The page thing was the thing I was the most focused on and the most passionate about, and then everything else is kind of like ah, Roman Reigns got busted for possibly doing steroids. Right, big shock. We are going to uh, we are going to make it up to all the listeners uh, next week because not only are we doing a Royal Rumble preview show, um, but we are going to be both in Philadelphia for the Royal Rumble weekend. I'm sure we're yes. going to record something that weekend. Are you bringing your stuff? I'm going to bring enough stuff to be able to record something. Okay. So we'll, I'm not, I'm not bringing stuff on a plane. I'm just not. All right. You don't bring stuff. I will attempt to bring things enough. Like I said, to get a show out. So look for a few episodes of, uh, of shake them ropes next week to make up for Jeff's terrible performance this week. <laughs> terrible performance. 
Uh, quickly, let's go through mixed match challenge bracketology. We've had one match already. Uh, Finn Balor and Sasha Banks defeated Shinsuke Nakamura and Natalia to move on to the second round of the mixed match challenge. Very interesting bracket. There are one, two, three, four, five, six uh, first round matches. Uh, that means three second round matches. And to make this even after the second round, a losing team is going to be brought back in for a second chance in the semifinals uh, to get a second shot into the tournament. So that's how this bracket works out. Uh, next up, uh, we have a few different matches going on. Miz and Asuka are a team going up against Biggie and Carmella. Jeff, the winner of that match will be Asuka and Miz. That's right. Asuka and Miz are going to defeat Biggie and Carmella. Um, we got our we got a little taste last night on Mixed Match Challenge. Uh, whoever the weaker of the four participants in that match is probably going to take some type of fall here, whether it's a submission, whether it's a fall last night, it was Mm -hmm. Natalia this week. It's going to be Carmella. Uh, Carmella. I don't see winning that match. She's going to be the loser, probably tapping to Oscar, uh, maybe in the arm bar, still maybe in the arm bar, setting things up for the future. Uh, Mm -hmm. we got Braun Strowman and Alexa bliss. They were kind enough to join our show earlier, uh, against Sammy (laughs) Zayn and Becky Lynch. Uh, the week one in this match, Jeff is who? Sami Zayn. That's right, it is. Braun Strowman going to kill himself. Some Sami Zayn. Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss will move on. Uh, we got Goldust and Alicia Fox going up against Jimmy Uso and Naomi. Uh, the married couple teaming up in Mixed Match Challenge. I believe it will be a happy Mixed Match Challenge for them. Um, That is not the Uso who was arrested this week, correct? It is not. That was Jay Uso. Jay Uso. Thank was you. arrested this week. Uh, but Alicia Fox has taken that fall. Yeah, um, it could it could be Goldust. There's really two weak people in this match. Could be Goldust, yeah, but they, could be they, Alicia Fox. Yeah, but Goldust is right now the star of 205 Live. Uh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, he is. I, so he's a little bit higher on the pecking order. So that you think, he's on, you think he's on the 205 Live tour this weekend? Yes. Okay, good. Good for because, him. Look, he gets the loudest pop of anybody on that show. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. Love Goldust. I watched the, uh, what was it, the 2001 Royal Rumble where he returned? Um, I think it was 2000. No, maybe 2002. Whatever Royal Rumble it was, uh, he returned. I think 2002, actually. He returned uh, with Val Venus, Godfather, uh, Mr. Perfect. It was like those four were the big returning names that were coming in. They were advertising them. Uh, that Royal Rumble, awesome, by the way. I love the Is that the one where per- Perfect was in the, the final four there, wasn't he? I believe so, with Triple H and, you know. Steve Austin and Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah, no, he was really good in that one. It was like Triple H and Steve Austin were fighting and Mr. Perfect comes in and just gets himself in the middle of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the hurricane in that one. You had the Undertaker Maven moment in that one. I watched that one the other day. Um, Elias and Bailey going up against Rusev and Lana. So we're going to get Bailey pinning Rusev or pinning, <laughs> pinning Lana. Actually, <laughs> that would be awesome. You can't do the first one because remember. Once, uh, once the participant of a certain gender tags in, the other team's participant of that similar gender has to be in as well. Those are the rules. I didn't make them yes. up. Uh, Elias and Bailey are moving on on that one. Yes. Yes. And our final first round match: Apollo Cruz and Nia Jax Actually, going up. You against- know what? Okay. There's a chance. There's a chance I could see some chicanery go on and Lana, Lana, Lana pins Bailey. But I, yeah, I do think. Yeah. That, I do. I do think Elias and Bailey move on. Though. I will say that's probably the most toss up of the first round matches. That's yes. the only one I could see going like 
you know, 60, 40 Elias and Bailey, uh, but it's close to 50, 50, um, Apollo Cruz and Nia Jax going up against the new U S champion, Bobby Roode and Charlotte flair, uh, Bobby Roode and Charlotte flair are going to win this match. Am I correct? Against who again? Apollo Cruz and Nia Jax. This team was supposed to be, it was supposed to be Nia and Enzo not happening anymore. No, it's not happening anymore, but I could see possibly Nia getting that win. But I I do, I do think that overall, yeah, it's going to be Charlotte. Yeah. Charlotte Flair is the women's champion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She ain't getting getting pinned in this show, at least not right now. Yeah, but they always, they always do one upset and then they get bring that, that, that there has to be one sympathetic team you want to bring back. I guess that's true. And you know what? I mean, now that they're both champions, you know, unless Bobby Roode and Charlotte Flair are going to win this thing, one of them has to lose at some point. Yeah. You can't have like all the geek teams w- lose in round one because then nobody's going to want to bring any of them back. Mm. But I think, I think, but I think, but I think it's already open because people like Shinsuke so much. So, so, but I think overall, yeah, no, I think it's going to be Charlotte and Bobby Roode to win. Uh, in our second round, we have uh, Baylor and Banks, the boss club, going up against Miz and Asuka. My pick to win the whole entire tournament is Miz and Asuka. Uh, so I have Miz and Asuka getting the win here. Do you agree? I agree. Uh, Braun and Bliss, who I think a lot of fans out there, a lot of listeners to our show are probably picking them to win this tournament. Uh, Braun and Alexa Bliss are going up against Uso and Naomi. Uh, this is, I believe, Braun and Bliss still get the win here. They go a little bit further. Uh, so I have them winning this one. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Elias and Bailey going up against Bobby Roode and Charlotte Flair. Bobby Roode, Charlotte Flair, both champions right now. Elias getting a lot of time on the Raw side. This is a Facebook watch show. I guess you could pin Bobby Roode or Flair. Uh, what do you think the result of this one should be? You know what? There, there's part of me thinking, you know, raw superiority would win out here, but I think Charlotte's pinning Bailey. Charlotte pinning Bailey. I would agree with that one. Uh, so we move to the semifinals. Miz and Asuka going up against Braun and Bliss. This will be one of those. Uh, I could see this being the most watched match in this entire series. Braun's uh, going to kill the Miz. I'm well, sorry. He's going to kill the Miz. He's going right? to kill the Miz. Or, but Asuka, or the Miz is going to run away and get counted out. So you have Braun and Bliss moving on. Yes. Okay. Well, that's where we differ on this first one because I have Miz and Asuka winning. I have Asuka getting the better of Alexa Bliss as they roll into an eventual title match. Mm, Yes. I have Miz and Asuka winning this one. Um, I think our second chance team. Have you seen seen their promos together? Miz and and Asuka? They're superstars. (laughs) Asuka's just great. They're the best they are. They're great. They're fantastic. Uh, We have... Uh, the second chance match, I believe, is going to be Finn Balor and Sasha Banks. I believe they get the second chance, and they are going okay. to be inserted into the semifinals uh, on the other half of the bracket, going up against Bobby Roode and Charlotte Flair. And I think this is what, oh, no, excuse me, Elias and Bailey. Do we have Elias no. and Bailey winning? We have Roode and Flair winning. No, we have Roode and Flair. Ah, yes. It's going to be, a, that's a toss up, too. This half of the bracket's very interesting. Um, so Roode and Flair going up against Baylor and Banks. And you could have it either way. I can see Bobby Roode pinning. Finn Baylor, I can see Charlotte Flair tapping or pinning Sasha Banks. Either way, I guess Rude and Flair move on. I mean, Actually, I, no, because because you just you just made it split. You said you could see Balor pinning Rude, or you could see no, Rude, Charlotte Flair Rude, tapping Rude, Sasha. Rude pinning Balor because Rude is the mm. U.S. champion. Finn Balor is nobody right now. That's true. I I would lean towards. 
Well, the God, I don't know because see, I think people are overvaluing how they see Balor right now. Right now, he he's a guy in a in a faction. I don't think they view him as a star, so I could see Bobby Roode pitting him, but I, I still think they'll. And I think that'll probably be the way they go because they've had Charlotte pin Sasha enough, but that those two wrestling together will be cool. So I you, think you have a final of Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss going up against Bobby Roode and Charlotte Flair. I have a final of Miz and Oscar going up against Bobby Roode, Charlotte Flair, Miz, who could be the Intercontinental Champion at this time. Asuka, who may even be the Raw Women's Champion. You could have Intercontinental Champion and Women's Champion going up against U.S. Champion and Women's Champion. That could be your final mm-hmm. of Mixed Max Challenge. I think that's yeah, what they're and doing. That, and that'd be good. And you know what? If if Miz and Asuka win this whole thing, since it's for charity and Miz is such a great spokesperson, it'll be fine. Yeah, I, I believe Asuka and the Miz will be your victors for the Mixed Match th- Challenge. And on mine, I think it's going to be Braun and Alexa. Braun and Alexa Bliss. And then if that happens, we will bring back Shake Them Ropes Theater for the celebration party <laughs> of Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.